everybody. I hope you're doing well this evening. I know you thought I forgot, but no, I didn't forget. And we're here. I know it's a little late, but we're here. And we're going to do this week's Bible study because I don't want to miss a week. I don't want to be committed just as Christ is committed to me. I want to be committed to you bringing you a weekly Bible study. <clears throat> um, and I, it's a continuation of what we talked about last week about living a, a, with an attitude of revival and having an earthquake of faith. But I wanted to dig deeper in this and I really want us to hone in tonight and this week on something and it came from Ezekiel but it also there is a Lauren Daigle song called Dry Bones and it's she sings about dry bones coming alive and I want us to really hone in on what it means to be in a relationship with Christ. <clears throat> we can say that yes, I'm a Christian and still be walking around dead inside. Because it's one thing to know you're saved in your mind. It's another thing to know you're saved in your heart and soul. And there's two totally different... It's, it, all it is is six inches. You can have all the knowledge in the world and still be lost. But let's dive into this mess, this study this week, starting with verse one. The the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass. By all, by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And God, <coughs> excuse me, and He said to me, "Son of man, can these bones live?" So I answered. O oh Lord, God, you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy 
to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you. Cover your you cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. As I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them. And the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, says to the, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded, and breathe, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet a exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, Our dry bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open up your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you then shall you then sh then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves. I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I will place you in your own land 
Then you shall know I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. You know, before we go to Lord in prayer, I just want to say that in Ezekiel, when Ezekiel was prophesying, this is powerful because not only were these bones dead, but they were dismembered. There was there was nothing but bones. And just like the valley of the dry bones, sometimes life gets us all disheveled, all mixed up. But in Ezekiel, we can be reminded nothing is too big for our God. Nothing is too big for the Lord Jesus Christ. And the miracle that can happen when God when you give your life over to God and and when you say Jesus I can't handle it you handle it he puts everything in place just like these valley of dry bones and this army and <clears throat> this whole army was wiped out and there was nothing left but bones they didn't have any skin or sinew which is connected tissue. They didn't have anything. And all of a sudden, when when Ezekiel started prophesying, the bones began to rattle. The bones began to come alive. But it wasn't because of Ezekiel. It was because the Lord said to Ezekiel, prophesy to them because I told you to that the Lord will bring them back to life. Father God will bring them back to life. Tonight, do you need to be brought back to life in your relationship with Jesus Christ? You know, sometimes we get in old routine in the day to day and we 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 get distracted, discouraged, and, and just really miss the small things. And then we let this world over suddenly overtake us. But tonight I'm here to tell you, even in this time of uncertainty, with COVID still going on and with everything going on, we can still have certainty that the Lord Jesus will see us through and Father God is still on the throne. 
And I just want to say tonight, before I go into the word of prayer and before I continue, that whatever is going on, there's nothing too big that God can't handle, and there's nothing too small that He can't, that He's not concerned about. If 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 it concerns you, it concerns Him. But we also have to know we have to give our things to God, our problems, our discouragements. Our, and our, even our joys. He wants everything. He wants the good and the bad. But he definitely doesn't want us to forget him when when joyous things happen. But there's nothing too small. Because Father God wants a relationship with you that's closer than a brother, that's closer than, than what even a parent would be, that's closer than even what a wife or a husband would be. He wants you to, to have open communication, and we can have that with God through prayer. And through Bible study, we can have that continual relationship and that openness. And you, it, you may say, "Well, Scott, that's too trivial." No, he won't. He knows it already. He he wants you to tell him. He wants that open communication. So as we go into the Lord in prayer, let us think on this. Lord Jesus, we thank you for tonight. Lord, we ask that you be with us. Let every eye be open, every heart be open to what you have to say. Lord, we ask that it be not be my words, but yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Continuing on. Jumping to Jeremiah, I love this verse. I actually had this verse on my car as a teenager. Jeremiah 20 verse 9. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in my heart like a burning fire shut up in my bones I was weary of holding it back and I could not basically Jeremiah said I said I wasn't going to speak about it anymore I, um, I, I wasn't going to speak his word and I wasn't going to speak about it but I can't it, there's a fire in my bones and I can't say shut up that's what we need. It doesn't need to be uh, emotional excitement. It doesn't need to be 
based on um uh, atmosphere it needs to be a deep joy like a fire burning in your gut and and it's been said time and time again Ephesians 4 20 through 24 but you have not so learned Christ if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to this deceitful lust and deceitful lust and be renewed in your spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness and then Titus 3 5 through 7 not by works of righteousness which we have done but according to his mercy he saved us through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior that having been justified by his grace we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life then Romans 12 1 and 2 beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present <coughs> excuse me that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable to God which is your reasonable service and do not be conformed to this world but be be but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that may prove what is good and accept, acceptable and perfect will of God. Then Luke 24:32, we see on the road of Emmaus <clears throat> after Jesus has been crucified and buried and resurrected he appeared on the road to Emmaus and they said one to another did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us 
my friends, you want to get on fire for Jesus Christ? Open his word. You want to get on fire for Jesus Christ? Have that one-on-one dialogue through prayer. It can be as simple as Lord Jesus this is how my day is going and just tell him or Lord Jesus help me out today or help me out tonight or thank you for this or help me to be a witness in this situation or this is what's going on talk to him like he's right there because he is once you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior and ask the Lord Jesus to come into your heart and be Lord of your life and to and ask for forgiveness of your sin we we tend to complicate it more but once you've done that and ask for forgiveness and ask him to be lord of your life he's there and he's not too busy he wants to have that relationship with Finally, the last two scriptures, I spoke about these, I spoke about this one last week. I know your work, Revelations 3, 15 and 16, I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot, I could wish you were cold or hot, so then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. It's like when you're drinking sweet tea. You're expecting to drink sweet tea. And you get unsweet tea. Or you, you're, you're thinking you're going to drink coffee. And they put something else in your drink other than what you were expecting and that bad taste in your mouth I believe that's I believe that's what the Lord's trying to say when we're lukewarm or straddling the fence but they're they're he, he says, I wish you were cold or hot. He wants us on fire. And then, Revelations 3, 20 and 21. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice 
and opens the door. I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as also as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. That, my friends, is a promise that will never go away. Jesus says right there in verse 21, just as I defeated death, hell, and the grave, and went home to be with my father to sit at his right hand so you shall be if if you will have that relationship with me you'll be right there with me he's not going to leave you yes this old body will pass away one day but when this old body passes away, I will be with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in heaven. Not hurting, not, not in pain, not having to be in a wheelchair. I will be running. I will be with my Lord and Savior. And it will be a joyous day. This week, I want us to dig deep and really think about. Are we dry bones? Or are we? Do we need to be rattled and to be shaken up? And to have that earthquake. And to be renewed. Lord Jesus, as we end, we ask that if there be one here tonight that doesn't know you, Lord, that they would come to know you as Lord and Savior. And Lord, that they would ask you to come into their life and for, forgive, ask for forgiveness of their sins and to be washed in the blood that was shed on Calvary, on that cross. When you defeated death, hell, and the grave. They thought you were dead. They thought it was done. The devil thought he had, had won. But you, you overcame death. You overcame hell. And you overcame the grave. And you are not dead. But you are alive. And Lord, we ask tonight that anybody watching tonight would would realize what they have as 
Christians and as children of God. And Lord, that they would come to know you more and want to know you in a deeper relationship, not not in a once a week relationship, but an everyday relationship. Lord, that you would you would reveal to each of them that they are your children no matter what they've done in their past their their future is not dictated by their past their future is dictated by you if their excuse me their future is in you is joyous though there be rocky times yes but you want us to live life and live it abundantly as it says in John 10, 10. Not living with our head down in defeat, but living joyous. Not living in fear. Not living in, in anxiousness, but living with confidence. Because our hope is not in this world. Our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this hour. We thank you for this Bible study. We ask that you be with everyone that has watched this Bible study and the Bible studies in the past. <coughs> circumstances currently do not dictate our future in you and let us be reminded of that as we seek revival Lord thank you in Jesus name Amen thank you God bless.
and we'll see you next week.